Welcome to Between Two Furnaces. I am your host, Luke Wyden. I am with our friend and colleague here, Matt Big Cat Barbosa. Easy, Big Cat. Oh, hello. Hello, HVAC world. Today, we wanted to first kick off with our sponsor, EM Search Consulting. Out of Chicago here, website design, SEO, pay-per-click, everything digital. These are your guys. You can be reached, they can be reached at 312-285-2489. That's Todd. You're looking for Todd at EM Search Consulting. These are your go-to guys for website development, SEO, pay-per-click, all that fun digital stuff. So today, Matt, you're gonna kick us off with a little poem. What is a salesman, Matt? Tell us what a salesman is. That's what I'm gonna do right now. I'm gonna take us back to the the 50s when this thing was originally published, a simpler time. Some would say a better time. What is a salesman? A salesman is a pin on the map to the dispatcher, an item called cost of goods sold to the accountant, a purveyor of jokes to the office staff, a purveyor of flattery to the customer. He wishes his commissions were higher, his inventory larger, his customers more understanding, and his accomplishments more appreciated. But he realizes none of this will ever happen. <laughs> he loses at golf, racquetball, and cards with praise and a forced smile. He rolls away his days in a tedium of planes, trains, and endless highways and roads. He sleeps away his nights in cheerless hotel rooms or at home late at night sitting in front of his notes and reports, head down, eyes closed. He remembers his family and vows to make it all better. Each year, he hoists onto his back the dead weight of last year's sales quota, sets forth to do it all over again. Yet for all this, he is absolutely certain there's nothing he'd rather do anybody who would rather be than a salesman. We got a note here, original writing and publishing in the Chicago Tribune, mid fifties, by the wife of a salesman who preferred to remain anonymous. With editing and special contributions by our great friend and salesman here at Deljo, Greg Middleton, 1987. Wow. What a treat. That, uh, a lot of that makes sense today, decades later. Matt, it sounds like you, sucks at golf. Sucks at racquetball, <laughs> sucks at cards. Spending right? endless time on highways and roads. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, it's pretty is, true. Even me. decades later, half a century later, it's wild, awesome, beautiful. Well, thank you for that, Greg. Um, and again, uh, today we are going to kick off. Today we got a hot topic. We had a request come through. Um, for us to talk about what can salesmen do, salespeople do, um, when the weather is not cooperating with them. What kind of activities can they do to turn up business, man? You know, um, it sounds like, you know, it's it's June uh, 2019 here in Chicago. We've had a pretty mild June. Wet, something like 10 degrees below what the normal average is. It hasn't hit 80 yet. And it's June 25th, 2019. So we're experiencing some unusual weather here. Now, talking with my friends across the country in the HVAC business, 
this is a problem for a lot of people out there. So Matt, what are these what do what do guys and gals do when the weather is not cooperating? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? I mean, the first thing that's probably going to come to anybody's mind in a situation like this is the low-hanging fruit, right? You always hear about the low-hanging fruit, and that's why it's important to have, you know, a good organizational system, go through your your debriefs, your follow-ups. Um Maybe you have, you know, that that tickler system with a couple of files, you know, like your super hot ones, your your medium ones, and your I'll reach out to these people again leads. So that's the first thing that comes to mind. That's true, but that should be an everyday thing, right? You know, sure. it shouldn't be dependent on the weather what what you're doing. But so uh, you know, first thing that comes to mind, if I'm out there in that full time sales role, first thing I'm doing is I'm going back to this last season, this last winter. I guess leading up until June, I'm going to find everybody that I sold just a furnace to or everybody that I sold just an air conditioner to. You know, we, it'd be great if we sold only systems, but the reality is that that's not happening every time. So I'm going back to these people that we maybe put a furnace in three or four, five, six months ago and letting them know about our preseason special, Matt, on great air idea. conditioners. Great you idea. know, they've already trusted you. They've already written you a check. Right, these these are people that you're talking about low hanging fruit. These are the people you should be following up with. Call it a happy call, call it what you want, but it'd be something like this, Matt. Hey, big cat, I know you put that uh, furnace in in late January. I'm just circling back around here to make sure that everything worked out great for you. I'm making sure that furnace worked out well and it's performed for you. And you know you're gonna get a little feedback from, them, and then they say, you know what? Um, we did talk briefly, Matt, about replacing that air conditioner. I wanted to touch base on that because we got some crazy specials going on that I think you should take advantage of before it gets really hot here. Would you be interested in that? Yeah, let's do it. I like yeah. that. You know, Matt. So that's that. That's the first go-to that I'm doing as a salesperson is trying to find these people that already trust me, right, and seeing if I can scratch and claw a couple sales out of the you know the past six months you know and i think a lot of times especially up here in the winter time the it's harder to sell a full system in the winter time it's just the reality um it happens but the chances of you um selling that system in the summertime is greater than it is in the winter time especially here so man what's the second thing you're gonna do to try and find some business because the phone's not ringing because it's not hot here. Weather should not really dictate our business. I mean, there's never been an easier time to, to generate business and find those leads. So I'm looking at things like my next door apps, my Facebook groups. I mean, I'm, I'm turning on my notifications on those social media sites and I'm really tuning into my neighborhoods and the areas that I service to, you know, see who's, who's, chattering out there who needs help you know that's a great point uh, in uh chicago we have i don't know something like 25 different neighborhoods in chicago that we service out of i don't know there's hundreds of neighborhoods legit neighborhoods in the city of chicago so every one of those maybe even more have these groups on facebook the one thing one i recall is the bucktown neighborhood community page so all these pages, if you're a salesperson, you need to be su- subscribed, become a member of these groups because it's not once a week that Big Cat and I will see, hey, 
AC down, need some help. Who do you recommend? Boom, we're pop, we're popping into that that Facebook thread and and making a comment. Hey, call me. I'd be happy to help you. So forth. Those are easy ones too. But that's that shouldn't just that, again. That's not just when the weather's not helping us. That that's all year round. Yeah, I agree. It should be all year round, but. You just maybe you turn up the intensity on those things. Exactly. Tune in a little exactly. bit higher. You're, you know, you're trying to, to go out there and you're really diving into those groups, trying to find one that people, you know. And if you're in a smaller town, you, maybe you have a like a town, uh, the town of Hicksville community page, whatever it is, and people chatter on these things. You'd be surprised. The next door app, um, which is again, is another like thing that's. It's, it's not a subscription model. It's just kind of like a giant Facebook group, if you will, that people recommend other people. You know, so another thing like that. So that that's a good point, Matt. That, you know, um, one, one thing that I want to say is like, you know, and I've been saying this, preaching this for a long time. Every time you make a sale, that person, you shouldn't, if you're, if you're making a sale and you're done with that customer, you are missing out, my friend. You need to take that salesman or the sales that you made, that customer, and you need to put them in some kind of funnel. All right. What I mean is every sale that I make, that person, let's assume that there's always something else that can be sold, right? Oh, yeah. Matt, how many, let's start with this. How many times have you sold everything in, the, in this under the sun to the one customer and it maxed out the complete the sale? Maybe one out of a thousand sales. Rarely, rarely, rarely happens. happens. You might think that you're that person out there doing that, but the reality is there's always something else that can be sold that the customer needs. So what I'm saying is if I'm if I make a sale today to customer XYZ and it's a air conditioning only, all right, and they have a furnace, let's say it's five years old, let's say it's ten years old, pick a number. That customer's going into a file of some sort, however you want to organize it of potential furnace sales. Boom. You build up that file over time. You constantly be reaching out to these people. Maybe it's every six months. Maybe it's once a year you hit this file. Whatever it is, you got to stay top of the mind with these people as a salesperson. You can't rely on your company to do it for you. So the second thing, vice versa, maybe I sold them just a furnace. Now I got just a furnace file with all these people that I know that bought a furnace off me but didn't buy an air conditioner because maybe they weren't ready. All right, now I got another file going that's all system sales. I sold a furnace, I sold an air conditioner, boom. Now these people, are these are gonna be my IAQ people, you know, or accessory people that I'm gonna blast an email to once a quarter about whatever your, whatever your air purifier is or humidifier special. You create these, and you create these files. I would do it on a program where you're able to plunk them in, um, in the, program I use, Matt, is a drip drip campaign. So I put all these people in a drip campaign and build it out. Um, and then this is all automatic. Simplify, simplify this process by going automatic with this. And But you got to be able to take that person and put them in some kind of, even if you're old school and you put them in, literally in a file, and you pull that file out once a quarter and you start calling those people, someone is going to say yes. Nothing wrong with that either. I mean, going old school. So best type of method for that is the one that you're doing, the one that's working for you. Hey, you want to get to 3 million, that's the way to do it, people. You get you get these customers. If you're the the person, the salesperson that's walking away from a sale, you hey, you're 
You're patting yourself on the back. You made a $10,000 sale. Guess what? You never talked to him again. You're losing out, people. Listen to me. I'm telling you, easiest way to get to $3 million is selling people you've already sold. And after time, it just gets easier and easier and easier because you've, you've been in front of so many people. You've sold people so many things. And for us, you know, it's a lot of times it's a customer that's got multiple systems. You might go in there and kill one system and... But guess what? They got two, three more systems you got to work on. You got to stay on top of them. You cannot rely on the company to do that. You got to do that yourself because that's your person, right? Yeah, I mean, we got to take the role of that. Um, you know, when you buy something on Amazon and it says you might also like, we got to become the living, breathing version of that recommendation based off things that make sense. I mean, you know, we're not talking about just throwing stuff at them. I mean, again, this is tuning into the conversations, their needs, and offering things that are going to help them. Exactly. If you're if you're go- if you're going through a complete questionnaire in these calls and you're asking the questions, you're going to know what they need, right? Just because they need this full-blown system with a humidifier and IEQ products and filtration doesn't necessarily they're going to buy it right out of the gates. So, you have to stay on top of these people and stay in front of them more than anything, man. Oh yeah. <clears throat> You know, another one that I like, Luke, is, um, and this is one I got from my pops. My pops has uh, had a uh, successful AC company for 40 years down in Dallas, so I learned a lot from him. My dad's always had hobbies. You know, he's done running, he's done cycling. That's a that's a good way to get lead generation this time of year, too, because hobbies increase. You know, people don't have the kids at school. They're not in their usual grind, so take advantage of your city, you know, running groups, cycling groups, whatever it is. I mean, there is business in those organizations. Yeah, and it's, you know, everybody hates going to a networking event, right? They're, they're, throwing business cards at each other. What yeah, good is that? throwing business cards around. But what you're saying is take it one step further. Join organizations, if you will, to meet people. If you're not out meeting people after hours or during the day at lunch whatever case may be you are missing out on opportunities that way too that's an easy way to just get your name out there you constantly have to be doing something so like matt you're a runner you know being in a running club guess what runners have money i don't know why but they do you know most of them do yeah very true i mean because they have time i mean People that have time to do things like running and cycling, maybe it's archery, maybe it's shooting, maybe it's a cooking class, who knows what it is, but you you already have common interests with that person, so rapport's already there. I mean, the barriers, you don't have to spend all that time. I mean, these are these are people that are looking for, for help, and guess what? You already have some stuff in common with them. Exactly, so my last, uh, other point would be, you know, look internally for opportunities. What does that mean? You know, we use a thing called, we refer to as a three-column form here in our service department, meaning that the technicians are filling out recommendations for uh, to get their system running, possible potential recommendations, and listing the, the life of the system and the age of the system on this form. You know what? If you've got some kind of form like that in your company, Go to your service department, get those forms, and call those people. And you flip through them and shuffle through them and find the ones that are 10 years old or plus and just call the people and say, hey, I noticed we were out there for service last week. We did some maintenance last week. You know, I, I, 
what am I saying? Again, that's a that's what I had in mind earlier when I was talking about low hanging fruit. I mean, that yeah. was my favorite thing to do when I started off in this industry at my dad's place. I'd go through the invoices. It's so rewarding. It's like doing a crossword puzzle. It's like you exactly. catch a little clue and boom, you know, off you know, to the races. And if you have a stack of those and you got nothing to do today, make some phone calls because guess what? It's easy to make phone calls. If you if you got no calls today, let's just say this, man. It's call it summertime. You're a salesperson. You got no calls. What the hell else do you have to do? Well, first you need to call our search consulting guys that we mentioned at the beginning. That's of the right. So that's what you need to do if you don't have any calls. <laughs> but yeah, then you exactly what you just said there. I mean, you you go through your process and go through every sales call the past two weeks and find some opportunities and just call those people and ask them if they'd like a free consultation. Hey, I know you're not in the market today for a new air conditioner, but I'd like to give come over, give you an estimate so you're prepared when the time comes. You know, and guess what? Maybe you get out there, maybe you. Get something across to them where they, you know, they think they might want a new work. Who knows what's going to happen? But you got to stay busy. It all comes down to the activity, man. So oh, yeah. let's let's say this. Let's say it's, it's middle of summer. You're going into the week here. You got zero sales calls. Here's the things you can do. One, go through service and maintenance tickets. Right. Yep. Make some phone calls. Phone calls, emails, whatever the hell it's going to take. Two. Go back to your old files, find some customers, and call them, right? Or maybe email them, whatever it's going to take, or text them. Text, I'm a maybe. big fan I'm of texting. Yep. You know, um, we use uh, or we have a texting platform here that we use. It's we text right from our desktop, and the dispatchers love it. I love it because it's easy to text someone, and it comes across as a text message when you're literally doing it from your computer. So. You're calling old service tickets. You're calling old customers. You're looking, scouring the internet on Facebook and some of these other pages to look for opportunities. Hell, you know what? Maybe you're just posting something on Facebook saying, hey, people out there in whatever area I'm in, let me know if I could be an assistance to you. Uh, here's if you. Here's what I, I like it. Here's what I know, Matt, is that if you're not out there on social media promoting yourself, how do people? How are people supposed to know what the hell you do? They you don't. Know? Yeah. So here's a good example. Um, yesterday was my birthday. Happy birthday, Luke. Well, thank you, Matt. Thank you. And I've got I don't know. It was something like a couple hundred happy birthday messages. Guess what? I don't talk to a couple hundred people every day. But get as I as I was getting these messages, I'm wondering how many of these people know what the hell I do. How many of them do you think? I don't know. Maybe half. So, again, if you're not out there promoting yourself, you can't rely on your company. You have to get out there and really want it. That's true. Right? Very true. Got to want it, Matt. All right. So you mentioned service maintenance tickets, uh, old files, scouring Facebook next door. Um, You know, next thing I threw out there you know, hobbies, you know, running, cycling, shooting, archery, whatever it is. Um, what else, Luke? Well, what else can we do? You know, one one thing I just came to my mind was if you're, you know, let's say you do have, you are got an installation going this week, go around. If you're in, if you got a neighborhood, go around, knock on every door in the block and say, hey, Matt, Big Cat, we're doing an installation at your neighbor's house. 
Mrs. Jones, two, two doors down. Here's my card. Just let me know. I just want to make sure that no one's disturbing the peace around here. If, if, if there is any problems with the vans or if you need any help with anything yourself, please give me a call. That's so. a that's a great one, and I've I've gotten a lot of business from doing that. I mean, we're talking installs the same week from doing that method. Exactly, and for us, it's we're in a we're in a condo building, and we're you know we got ten doors on one hallway, and we're we're knocking on the doors and trying to oh, yeah. you know let people know who we are and so forth. So um, that's another opportunity. I mean, there's just so many things. I think it just literally boils down to activity. Yep. Activity, revenue generating activities. Phone calls, emails, knocking on doors, talking to people, shaking hands, kissing babies. You got to get out there and do your thing. You know, you can't sit on your ass when the weather's not cooperating. That's right. I like it. All right. Good stuff. Matt, we are signing off here. I think we've had enough gibberish for today. Um, thank you. If you ha- have any topics you'd like us to talk about, you have any questions, reach out to us at between. T- Two furnaces at gmail.com between TWO furnaces at gmail.com. Big cat. Woo! Wake up and smell the coffee. Let's do it. Happy selling, people. Happy selling. <laughs>